Good morning, Friday morning. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith hanging out with you. Rain today, highs around 46 degrees. Okay, so I just got this um, news article here. It says, Governor Tina Kotek is asking lawmakers to put $74.2 million into behavioral health programs in one of the bills she is beginning to craft for a five-year plan to address the state's crisis. Hmm. Co- uh, Kotek and the state's uh, new behavioral health director spoke Monday to lawmakers um, on the Senate Health Care Committee about the need to expand mental health and addiction treatment and services for programs in Oregon. The funding requests in Senate Bill 1044, uh, the plans for more action, uh, offering Oregonians a glimpse at the new governor's approach to the state's behavioral health crisis. Oregon routinely re- ranks amongst the worst state for access and care in national studies. Hmm. I feel like we have a lot of access. But yeah. I Anyways, um, Tina Kotek <laughs> said, when someone is ready to seek a mental health or substance abuse treatment, they should find it easy, no matter where they are, and it should be affordable. Um, she said, unfortunately, we, we've seen a rise in Oregonians needing service and a loss for essential workers who can support Oregonians on their path to recovery. Well, I think, I'm going to pause here for a second with reading it, but I think that decriminalizing the use of drugs probably has an effect on where we stand with addiction. Mm-hmm. You're saying that there's a much higher need and the essential workers aren't there. All of these laws that you've put in place have a ripple effect, and this is it. This is why. You're letting drugs be illegal and able to be used on the street, and now you're saying we have a drug crisis? You're the problem. Okay. Let's see. Outside the state hospital, outside of the state hospital, other resident facilities lack the beds to meet the demand. In 2021, when Kotek was House Speaker, lawmakers put $1.3 billion towards new funding for the state's behavioral health system with an eye towards expanding access with incentives for people to enter the workforce and more residential programs. Thank I'm going to continue with this okay. on the next segment, but... Um, All right, we're going to take a short break and go to Bongino. We'll be back in a few minutes. Stick around. Good morning, 9.30 on a Friday morning. Terry Saul and Amanda Smith. Let's finish up where we left off. Yeah, so we were kind of talking about this uh, bill that Tina Kotex is kind of bringing up uh, on the last break. I was saying how in 2021, when she was a House Speaker, uh, lawmakers put $1.3 billion towards state funding for behavioral health system. Tina goes to say, I want to firmly and clearly say that money and more money alone won't provide better results for Oregonians. Hmm. You don't say. You don't think it's your law that you're putting in place that have a severe consequence of this? Okay, so the bill provided for $74.2 million for a variety of behavioral uh, health problems. This is what it'll include. $20 million of it will go to a program aimed to recruiting and retraining providers in underserved areas such as communities of color and rural areas uh, through incentives such as student loan repayment and stipends. $15 $15 million were go for addiction treatment facilities and recovery centers. $10 million for community mental health programs to provide outreach and treatment for people who face civil commitments. Um, the money would also help them after the civil commitments has ended. I'm not sure what that really means. Hmm. $8.3 million to expand access to behavioral health rehabilitation services for adults and youth. $7.7 million to expand child and adult suicide prevention programs. 
$6 million to help people who are discharged from Oregon State Hospital that face the risk of homelessness. $4.9 million for community mental health programs to expand jail diversion services that prevent people from entering jail. And $2.3 million to expand children's psychiatric residential treatment capacity. Whew. Uh, separately... How much time do I have? Okay. Separately from that money, the bill would give $1.5 million to Oregon Health and Science University to coordinate the availability of behavioral health residential beds statewide. That would build on OHSU's work during the pandemic when the hospital designed a system to track those hospital beds. The Department of Human Services would get $4 million for behavioral health specialty care and long-term care facilities. Um, Oregon's behavioral system costs taxpayers billions of dollars annually. The governor's overpay proposed a two-year budget for behavioral health is nearly $5.6 billion. Good Lord. That's all out of our taxpayer money. Um, The next step. The bill has a work session to vote scheduled on March 27th to move forward. It will also need to be approved from the the budget writing um, committee. And okay. it looks like I want to kind of go down here. You've got about thirty seconds left, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Okay, the uh, there so there's a different bill. So I I don't have enough time. I'll have to get it on the next one. Um, but what's important is the bill has a work session um, on March 27th. So if you want to get involved, if you want to learn more about that, I encourage you guys to. If you want this um, article, email me Amanda at kslm.news, and I will get it over to you so you can view it yourself. It's kind of interesting to look and see where all this money's going. Okay. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in about a half hour or so. Uh, Stick around. We're just getting warmed up. On KSLM Radio. Good morning. It's a little after 10 o'clock on this a Friday morning. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith, and we were talking a little bit off the air about uh, some of these. Uh, yeah, this money, this bill that uh, I believe it's bill House Bill. Oh, where did it go? One zero four four. And you were saying how you kind of wish that like this one, how it's 20 million for programs aimed at recruiting and retraining providers in unserved areas. Break down yeah, that yeah. 20 million What's, for where's me. Where's that 20 million going? Yeah. Six million to help people who are discharged from Oregon State Hospitals to face who face risk of homelessness. Break that down. How are you using that money to help them? I get what you're saying there, because mm-hmm. uh, it would be interesting to see that broken down. So separately, lawmakers are considering a proposal to expand more residential programs for behavioral health system. The Oregon Health Authority has estimated the state needs another 282 beds for residential behavioral health facilities, which treat people with acute mental conditions. Separately, the programs that treat addictions need an additional 311 beds, according to the state's estimate. House Bill 2544, sponsored by Representative Rob, who's a Democrat out of Portland, would put funding towards more residential programs. The final price is still in the works, but the bill moves forward. Put under initial estimates... The 282 beds would cost an estimated of $178 million. Hmm. And the 311 beds would be $93 million. That's odd. What's the the breakdown on that? Yeah, well, that's odd. So more beds cost literally almost $100 million less. Right. So, yeah, it's it's kind of, um, I'm yeah, very vague. So that's bill 2,544. 
And again, if you want more of this information, shoot me an email, Amanda at KSLM.news, and I'll get you over this. It's it's frustrating. It is because it's just saying we need X amount of dollars for this, 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 this but it's not saying how we're going to use that X amount of right. dollars. Right. Well, and it's like five $5.6 billion for this two-year plan when she's saying money isn't the answer. Yeah. It's like we already threw $1.9 at it last year or two years ago. So where, but more money is not the answer, but we've literally times that money by five. I'm yeah. irritated. I can tell. Bongino's up next. Good morning. It is a Friday morning. Terry Saul, Amanda Smith hanging out with you. Hey, we have a special guest coming to join us on Tuesday. Yes. So it's Travis Young, and he is with Faded Junior, and they're opening up a new barber shop that's just for kids. I like that. I do, too. So I really actually used to struggle with getting my son to cut his hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know if that's just a normal parent thing. It is. Or, uh, yeah. I follow Ryan, too. It was awful. but. Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, when you walk into those shops and you put your kid in the booth, it's like there's no welcome, friendly welcome. There's yeah, no yeah. sit it's up just, here. Yep. Stay still. Try not yeah. to move. Hurry up. Mom, hold his head type of thing. And so this place I went and checked it out and it's got all these different toys. It's got stuff on the wall. It's just so warm and inviting. And that's exactly what we need for our kids so that yeah. it is an easy environment for them to. I think Ryan was about three years old when I first took him there and we put him up there. And he threw a fit. He goes, I want my mom. And I go, if she comes down here, she's going to make you sit up there as well. <laughs> yeah. So sit there and be quiet. Shush. <laughs> you know, but boy, they just they just fought it. So I think it's pretty cool that yeah. they're opening up something like that. So to learn more about it, just tune in on Tuesday. He's going to be joining us for the 9 o'clock hour. He might even have a little special, too. Remember? He told us he might even have a special discount. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For one of us. With mm. a promo code. Yeah. With one of our names in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think it'll be solved. No, that's you have okay. To, you have to have hair to get the promo code. Right. That's the issue. Hey, hey. this weekend, you're doing, um, we're interviewing uh, CASA of Marion yeah. County. Yeah, that's going to so, be a fun interview. So tune in for that on Terry's show at, what, 10 a.m.? 10 a.m. on, on Saturday? Uh, Saturday. And then again, 6 p.m. on Sunday. That was, they've got some powerful stories, right. which and would be awesome. And then the following week, we've got the folks from Soaring Heights Recovery Home scheduled mm-hmm. to hang out with us. And so uh, we're looking forward to that as well. And then the following week, I'm lining up a, a veteran service guy that's going to come in. Oh, and okay. talk about things that are going on with uh, that. And so. then the following week, we have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you just wait. You just wait. Wait and see. Hey, I want to remind everybody that coming up at the Elsinore Theater here, we got about a minute and a half to go here. Uh, the Elsinore Theater Casa from Marion County is presenting uh, Light of Hope Benefit event, and it's featuring Jimmy Wayne. Now, Jimmy is a former foster kid who has turned into a best-selling author, and he's going to be at the Elsinore Theater at 6 o'clock on April the 20th. $50 per person. VIP is $75, and it's going to be an exciting event. And I understand that, um, like, what, 50, no, 90% of it? What is, is 90%, 90% go to back to CASA, awesome? which is huge. Like, a, a normally you see, like, fundraisers type things. You, you'll you have, like, less than 50% of the right. profits actually go back to the organization. So I think it's a big deal that 90% goes back to our kids here in Marion County. So that's yep. huge. And you can learn more about that on Terry's Weekend Show. That's right. And that's coming up again on April the 20th at 6 o'clock. You uh, don't want to miss that one. No. Hey, it's just about time for us to get out of here. Happy we, Friday. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You got plans for this weekend? I 
think so. Yes, I have a birthday party. There you go. Sorry. Well, happy birthday to whoever. Brain fart there. You're listening to, you can't say that. Oh. You're listening to 104.3, 1220 AM. We are KSLM Radio.